you ever been to a volcano? Women with a rugby? You're now listening to Super Bowl. They're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super Bowl! It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just won a fucking ball! That's what you said, man. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers! Welcome to Super Hoopers. An inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. I'm your host, Matt Hill. You can follow me at Tweet Matt Hill. With me, as always, is my only friend in the world, John Hill. No relation. None. At Zero. Jay Hill, not not even Twitter. friends. Not even not friends. Not even friends. Not even friends. Barely friends. You've made up half. We the, can, we my can title barely, for you is just wrong. barely stay in the same room together nope, without killing going, each I'm, other. Nope. Yep. Although we surprisingly have been agreeing a lot lately. I don't uh, know. Well, I, b- mostly because uh, uh, we're... You stopped smoking weed, John? Did no, you, did no. You say you quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just that we have a. Uh, we are now dealing. We are both dealing with Sixers Twitter. Right, right, right. So yeah. that's why we agree a lot because Sixers Twitter uh, just is wild. It's just wild. It's wild. I love it, but it's it's it's, uh, it's wild. It's really well, like ugh. stepping into like a swamp. But like a beautiful, like a beautiful mm, uh, 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 swamp that doubles as Sherlock Holmes as well. It's like the swamp with the uh, acumen of of, uh, of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Um, you know, a, bro- a broken jabroni is right twice a day. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey you got to give them credit. You got to give the Sixers fans credit for uh, for no, the no, work they've that, done a fast, the work they've done on this case. They've done, on they're, this the case. Be- they're the best. You know. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm not been there. They're the best, but they're also terrible. They're also yeah, yeah, they're yeah. also monsters. Yeah, uh, which also, which makes them dogged. Which makes them which is, dogged in their which pursuit. Is why you don't mess with us. You, you don't, don't mess with you, us. Uh, yeah, John, you always mess with Sixers Twitter. You are constantly messing with Sixers Twitter. That is true. That I, is true. I would wager that you're blocked by a fair number of. Uh, no, no, because muted. Sixers maybe six, muted. No, they don't mute you because it, they want. They are, they're waiting. They need they need enemies. They are waiting. Oh, actually, for you to mess up. Like actually, it's already been on. As soon as this broke, people are on me. Yeah, there's a lot of people trying to. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mention names because I, because I like the person and it's not, it's not even real like that. It's not even serious. But like, oh yeah, they've been waiting. They, they wanna, they well, wanna take me down. We but should look, let, that's we, a, we hey. should let listeners know that John, new listeners of the, of the podcast, that John is was one of the few Calangelo supporters amongst six or Twitter. Yeah, was. Yeah, was you're off him now though. Well, I mean, to be fair to myself, I, I never said he was like a guy I liked. Mm-hmm. I've never like, yo, this guy, stand-up dude. Let me tell well, you something. Didn't, didn't you say that? You met him in New Orleans and sung his praises. Yeah, yeah. On on the idea that, remember remember at that time, everyone was saying that he was going to trade the team for, you know, uh, Kyle Lowry and Luau Dang and was going to ruin the team in an instant. Uh, having talked with them, it was clear that he was going to continue the tank. And they did, right? right. They sat and beat. Well, they waited, you know. They, to be fair, he floated all those ideas: trade Kyle Lowry, trade Lou Aldang via his burner accounts. Yeah, that and is Sixers true. That Twitter is, was like, "Hey, don't do it." And he's like, do, "He was like, all right, maybe." All right. You know what? Looking back on it, looking back on it, we're of course going to spend most of the podcast yeah. talking and, about. And Kalanchlo, we have a great, great interview with. Oh them. yeah, we have a great interview coming up with one of the principals in the story, uh, Brian Jacobs. Yeah, exclusive. exclusive. We have an exclusive. DJ um, Clue exclusive. But what I was going to say, looking back on it, it was, was very suspicious. He takes over right in April. Yeah. Then they have the draft in June, right? Yes. Yeah, and they draft. That wasn't the Simmons draft. Well, that was the Simmons. That was draft. the Simmons. That draft. was the Simmons yep. draft. But they also didn't. They also draft uh, Luau 
Yeah, and Corkmaz and uh, and Corkmaz. Yeah, who I like. Both I like both those but picks. Both and I still those do. both those picks were like, like Liberty Ballers was all about those two guys specifically. Oh, yeah. If I remember, oh, oh no, love the draft. And knowing what we know about Colangelo now, you got to think maybe he was heavily influenced by Liberty Ballers. Um, no, because I know he didn't make those picks. Okay, I have it under good sources that Liberty Ballers made those picks. <laughs> And I, th- I don't know if I've said this publicly. I think I have. Uh-huh. But uh, from my understanding is Mark Eversley, his assistant, who he brought from Toronto, right, uh, was kind of the draft wizard of that draft, and he actually made those points. Mm. Uh, so I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm supposed to say. So but. are you saying Mark Eversley is one of the burner accounts? Maybe. Maybe. It could be. I, maybe. Have yeah. They yeah. looked into it. Yeah. And and look, I I'm not going to like obviously like the dude's got to be fired. Like right. I'm on. I'm not defending this guy at all. At right. all. But I do stand by the fact that, like, what I've always said, I think he's been... Now, this is a weird thing to say now right. because of the background, but I've always said he's he's fine. Right. And I still agree that most of the stuff has been fine. Like, we still have max cap space. I like the JJ signing. Rocco's been locked up. We saved $30 million on that Embiid contract because he didn't make first team. So there was a lot of <laughs> stuff. Did Colangelo do that? Well, he accounts, talking trash on Embiid. Simmons that is it? way better. Embiid sucks. Yeah, make yeah, sure he yeah. doesn't make first team, everyone. <laughs> that might be it. So I'm not going to back away from that original stance that I don't think he ruined the team. I mean, and in a weird way, he won't ruin the team because he'll get fired. He'll get fired and be- then, before yeah. he could have ruined it. I will stand by what I always said about him, that this was a clearly incompetent person who ca- cared way too much about perception over what was actually going to make the team good. And I think I, I was proved to be correct. I, I agree with your first statement right. that he cares about perception way more than yeah. even I thought. He's like, but the way I always described it is like if you're in a writer's room writing for a show, there are writers who just want their ideas yeah. to get into the show. And there are other writers who just want the show to be good. Yes. He was the former, not the latter. Yeah. I mean, there's some evidence either way. There's a little bit of both, right? Like the Trevor Booker thing was clearly him admitting that he made a mistake and signed, and then picked up Bellinger. So I don't know. I, I, yeah, you're, you're right. I, Defending him to the last, John. But I don't think like I. What was the big thing that we like the mess up? That I'm still trying to. I'm still waiting on that. Well, we don't want to need. We don't need to relitigate. We don't need this. to relitigate. We don't need to relitigate this. I could. But list I, tons I was of also to be fair. Like I didn't like. I thought the Nerlens trade was a bad trade. Right. And I wasn't gung-ho on the Fultz pick. Right. So it's not like I'm – this idea that all I did was just be like, well, let's be let's be different and weird. No, I just – I have my opinion and I stick by it. Like, that's what it is. But let's let's go – let's uh, – enough arguing past past fights. Let's go to the new – let's go to the new Colangelo info Ooh, that's broken. This is so good. That's broken since we last did the pod. So – First of all, we just have to just do- to be clear, as soon as we were done the pod, that was what an hour and a half, two hours, two hours. Yeah, we immediately walked outside and go. We didn't even touch we, half the stuff. We didn't even touch half. So half of it. The one thing I want to mention is that he, I think it's important to to note that he came out and said, "This wasn't me. Somebody's out to get me." Yep. And he really painted himself into a corner by doing that. Like <coughs> he's basically on record saying, "Like it wasn't me." When we all, it's pretty obvious it was his wife. And, and or him and so. see i think that might be that like and, and he could just be flat out lying i think but, he's flat out lying and i'm not putting that up against him like obviously the guy's probably a lunatic and uh he's probably flat out lying. i also think that 
we might be connecting, you know, what we do is when we read statements, we're kind of missing two different things. You know, we read it as one way. Like, I think he could have easily been saying someone's out to get me, a.k.a. the ringer. No, no, I, no. I, I, I think, think it's very clearly referring to could. the Twitter accounts. I think I think you're I think you're being way too charitable. It's very clearly referring to the to maybe, the, to maybe, the, maybe. But I accounts. but but. Given the, I, I don't know why I'm giving the benefit of the doubt. Also, the but, ringer's not out to get him. The ringer's just publishing stuff. Well, Dietrich's is Dietrich. Think, Dietrich is out to get him. I think. I think that's the thing, right? Like, like but, if there was anyone else, it'd be different. But to to be the guy that like spent every day trying to discredit you and said you sucked and sucked and sucked, to be that is the person that put out these tweets. That let's say it was it was just his wife, then I could see why you would say I had nothing to do with this. Someone's out to get me. I, I, I think you're being far too charitable. And also, to be fair to Dietrich, he was right all along. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to find He yeah. was. He was. Uh, I mean, he was right to be out to get to this. This, I think, was clearly a very insecure uh, person who was unfit for his job. So he, we, we never really covered that initial statement. Then all the Discus accounts come out, which are like blogging accounts that he had. Yeah. So those are our, another treasure trove of comments. And I think... You know, at some point, some enterprising journalists need to just comb through all the comments that we have, all the Twitter comments, because I'm sure the Ringer has those archived, and I'm, I think there's actually ways you can access those ones, even from the private accounts. Comb through all those Twitter accounts, comb through these Discus accounts, just to give us a lay of all the information we learned. Um, but I just so so th- these Discus these Discus accounts weren't covered, and some of the best comments were. Um, so I'm just going to read one of them. Here is my somehow gay, as I am, question. Do you hate Colangelo because he is so damn attractive? And obviously you aren't, and therefore you can't, uh, you can better relate to Sam, Sam Hankey. Otherwise, I don't get how irrational you are. That was, I mean, that's, that one's good. That was, that, that, that one's going to go down forever. That one's pretty good. Just starting, here's my somehow gay, as I am, question. Do you hate someone because how attractive they are? And then the other, the other great discus comment came out where he, Claimed to be a disabled parking at- attendant who saw Brian Colangelo every day go in and out of the practice How facility. Crazy, is and that? it's like I know he's a decent person because I'm disabled and he treats me well. And he comes in early, leaves, you know, leaves latest. Like, how insane is that? That's wild. But some of those though seem like it was written by the same uh, Eric Jr. kind right. of well, scattered was, so English. So the here right? is my somehow gay as I am question. Do you hate Colangelo because he's so yeah, damn attractive? Yeah. That seems like the wife yeah. writing that. Yeah. I mean, I think some... I mean, again, some of it... And then we saw more of the still bawling account as yeah. this has gone out. Um, behind the Curve? Somebody uh, on Yeah, Twitter. Behind the Curve's, uh, I believe, Liberty Ballers guy. Yeah, he's been releasing all these old still balling yep. uh, tweets that all seem very much more like they're Brian than they're uh, his wife. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely definitely it feels definitely not his wife. Um the other thing we got is the timing of the burner account creations seemed to track with when negative articles were written about Colangelo. Yes. So it seems like someone writes a negative article about Colangelo, he Fire creates a burner account, account fired it to up. argue against yep. uh yeah. the article. And this other thing that I haven't seen too many people talk about and maybe just cuz it's so circumstantial, but there was a New Twitter account created the day the article was released, the day the Ringer article was released. This is Tobias James 2020. And all this Twitter account has done is defend Brian Colangelo. So there is this great exchange where Keith Keith Pompey says, 
Brian Colangelo did not attend today's and yesterday's agent-run pre-draft workouts on the West Coast. According to league sources, he was at pre-draft workouts on Tuesday when the Ringer report broke. And then someone responds, how does he still have a job? And then this Twitter account responds, because he's damn good at it. <laughs> and this Twitter account has been basically saying, like, let's give the investigation time. Let's. I don't know. It's all it's, it was created that day, and all it has done is defend Brian Colangelo. Yeah, but there's also, I think, it, I believe I read it. Maybe I'm, I could be wrong. But there was also this thing about there's an SB Nation. Uh, uh, Brian Colangelo account. Yeah, but then they found out it was fake. Someone just changed their birthday right. to match it. So, like. Yeah, that one's fake, but this one's a real Twitter account. Maybe someone's just pretending to be Brian Colangelo. I think it's pretending. Probably. I mean, like, like let's, like, if. If if you go zero dark thirty on the three accounts, like you're probably no, be know. like you know, what? know stop tweeting. I know it's just pretty hilarious. Tweeting. It's hilarious, uh, but yeah. So okay, so I just want to. There's some more like funny tweets that came to light. He called Daryl Morey his mortal enemy, and that's like why he followed him, like to keep his enemies close. Yeah. So it, that's that's pretty funny. That seems and, like a Babs, right? Barbs. I don't know if it's bad. That one seemed more like BC <laughs> to me, but I don't know. Um, but then there was this other. Um, this I believe is from the discus. And it, it it talks it talks about sort of what happened with Sam Hinkie's departure. I don't know if you saw this, John, but it it, it says so I'll just read I'll just read it. I guess it says Sam was Sam was to stay and be equal with Colangelo, collaborating for the greater good of the team, a synergy of analytics and basketball savvy. Sam decided to take his ball, have a tantrum, and go home because people who think they're smarter than everyone else have too much ego to care about what is best for the team. In kindergarten, my teacher explained to me there is no I in team. Maybe at Stanford, they forgot to teach the, Sam that same lesson. That's funny. And then it said, it took Einstein less time to come up with E equals MC squared than for Sam to decide what to do basketball-wise. <laughs> so that I mean, was kind of public knowledge. It was a public knowledge. So it was yeah. basically seeing what was going to happen is they were going to hire Brian Colangelo as an equal to Sam, and that's when Sam resigned. Yeah, I, I don't think he would ever be an equal. Right. I think the idea was, uh, and you know, who knows, but I think, I think really just the... Ownership group, cl- clearly they needed help. They didn't know what to do. They had wire- they had hired this wonder kid that they thought was good, and then the league pressured him like, are you sure he knows what he's doing? And then they caved, and then they said, okay, bring in Jerry. And then Jerry said, bring in Brian. And then it was like, no, no, you guys can work together, but you can't work together. Yeah. I mean, I this, mean- I, and I said it during our original Hinky Fired pod, that same exact thing happened to me. And they're like, no, no, we're bringing in a guy to help you. And I was like, mm. No, no, yeah. no, no. The the owner brought this guy in. There's no way I'm. No, I mean equal. I think it's totally understandable that yeah. why Hinky would. Resign. But it's a good it's a good fake story to set to pedal right. Like no, right. no, we didn't. Remember, we didn't fire Sam. Yeah, he we're not the bad guy. It's like it's like when you want uh to break up with your girlfriend, but you don't want to break up with her. You don't want to be the one breaking up with yep. her. She just treat her terrible. Yeah. Until she breaks up with you. Not that I've ever done that, but I've no. seen people do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've, yeah. I've only had So one. you fall in that tricky world of like, I mean, technically Sam did resign. I mean, there's a 13-page letter. Yeah. You know, so they can ride that angle like, hey, man, you could have been here, but you got demoted. But when you get demoted, you're not staying. You, right. We all know what happens. Or, I mean, or it's as Colangelo outlines. They did not teach... Sam about no I and team that is at true. Stanford. I mean, we someone needs to go up to Stanford yeah. to see if you know what they're teaching. But you know what's weird though, uh, and six uh, Eagles fans will know this. Howie Roseman that happened to him. He was the Eagles GM, 
They brought in Chip Kelly, this wonder kid. Oh, uh, yeah. He got demoted. Although, although, and then Chip Kelly left. To be fair to Sam Hinkie, I think Chip Chip Kelly is way worse than Sam Hinkie. Yes. I think, I think Sam yeah. Hinkie is an actual wonder kid, and Chip Kelly is Chip Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Howie stayed, and then he won a Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, that's true. So it's, he it's could, you know what I mean? He could actually, actually, hindsight is twenty twenty. If Hinkie would have stayed, stayed. On, stayed on, then these burner accounts go public. Colangelo gets fired, and Hinkie's they just he's reinstate, back. and he's back. And he's got his team. He's got he's got his team. But he had to write that letter. He had to get that letter off. He had to get that letter off. He had to get off. that one All last. That stuff. Uh, he had to sharpen his axe for 13 hours. I, look, I will say I'm a fan of the man, Sam Hinkie, but I was not a fan of that letter. <laughs> that letter was some NBA. I know. Uh, that was wild. M- like NBA, uh, like just bullshit. <laughs> um, uh, I like the letter. Well, I, I respect the letter. We were exact I, opposites. That I letter, respect the letter. That letter was... It was crazy. I respect it. That it was the most was like, Sam thing to do. That's was, why I respect yeah, it. I don't know. That's why I respect it. Oh, also that came out that uh, the Still Balling account told Mark L. Fultz to stop whining, kid, and strap on a pair. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Get tough. <laughs> oh, mm. man. That's all the updates I have, really. I mean, also, I mean, like besides, like, you know, a lot of these tweets have been, you know, comb through more yeah. and more, and it does seem like there's different voices amongst the tweets. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It seems like... Uh, you know, a lot of the me- media members are saying this fits with the psychological profile of Colangelo, someone who really cared a lot, would call bloggers. Yeah. There's a, there's a Toronto story where some guy's doing like a, um, like an Ask Me Anything with only like 50 people, and Colangelo called him like a minute after it was done. To oh, like, really? Hey, why did you say that thing about me? Oh, that's and he's funny. like, dude, there's like 50 people on this like what? midday, like, you know, uh, live chat that I was doing. That's so. amazing. I mean, Yeah. I mean, I think the other update is they haven't fired him yet. Still not fired, which Sixer fans are livid about. Livid. Sixer fans are, are on their high horse going, this man is clearly this, this man's clearly that. It's a disgrace, all this stuff. And both you and I, John, seem to be in the minority with, with Derek Bonder on this, like, yo, this is not that big of a deal. No. Because for one thing, it's like, Look, like everyone's like, oh, the draft, you know, the draft is so soon. It's not like it's not like uh, they have stuff to do, like a draft and free agency. Well, you gotta you gotta hire a whole other guy, anyways. Yeah, like that's gonna take some time. Yeah. So it's like, unless they could have, unless they know who they're gonna hire, and they could have brought him in like last week. Like you're not really losing anything right now. No, and they're not gonna get rid. I mean, even when they when Sam left, they kept his scouting team. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna, they're gonna also, keep. But I, I mean that. That's that's in a tough situation. If you're the scouting team, if you're the guys, the interim, like, what incentive do you have to really do a good job with this team? I mean, I guess well, just it's professional repu- reputation. reputation. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also think that, like, look, I get it. I like totally get it. You're like, we we got him right. Right. His, we got we. Here's the thing, Sixers Twitter, like, that doesn't hold up in in the legal proceedings. Right. Right. Because the truth is. They're gonna fire him. Yeah, it's no. way too much of an embarrassment. Enough let, let, people have written. Let's emphasize that point. There's no way this man has his job. Okay? No, there's none. there's no possible way he's a hundred percent getting fired. Yeah, in the in the only only chance right at this point is if someone comes forward and was like, I made all those accounts. Even then, even then, I think there's a preponderance of evidence. The league doesn't that, respect that. Him. Would be the one thing that, like, yeah, someone would have to be like, I, I. And they, they, they would, they would have, to, have to go to the police and say, I am, you know, I, I, I think I, let's, let's, I think that let's rule that out. I think also, exactly. I, I think also, let's say it's pretty clear. Brian Colangelo knew about these accounts, 
and you know probably tweeted from them uh, as well. See, here's the thing, and while I agree with that, right? I, I'm. It feels like he did. You have to prove that. No, no, no. I, so I mean, if, if you're looking at the court of law, what you can prove, yeah. like him and his wife can just be like, you know, we didn't, we didn't do any of this. Yeah. Although. The thing is, what I think the law firm is doing is they're doing like a forensic analysis of the phones and the computers. Oh, absolutely. So it's like I think once you have once you have the accounts linked to the phones and the computers, then I think you're on safe ground firing the man with cause. Yeah. But I think they need to link those. And also, it's like the type of thing where you need to once you link those, you need to go to Brian Colangelo and say we are going to fire you with cause. Yeah. Or you can resign. Yeah. And let's figure this out. And you have you know X number of hours. Yeah. And let's just, let's also back up. Let's just look at the timeline. It's only been what five days? Yeah. Okay. This is five days. Now let let's let's see this. The story comes out. Colangelo isn't even in Philly. He's Cat- in L.A. looking doing scouting. Yeah, and he categorically denies it. Yes. So now so now you got a problem in court because it's like he's not admitting. Well, even just timeline. The day of flying to get back to Philly. Right. Okay. Then you have the weekend. Right. So maybe people aren't working on the weekend. Right. Okay. Now, maybe they should be working on the weekend, but... Okay. But you also have the league, right, who has to get involved. Right. Uh, they have a thing called the finals going on. Yeah. So now, now, now picture this. It's easy for us, right, as Sixers Twitter or as fans to be like, everything has to happen now. One, you have to first talk with Brian. You got to talk with all these people. You got to find a law firm. Uh, guess what? Law firms are busy. Yeah. They're not just sitting around on a Wednesday with nothing to do. So now you say, hey, we're going to hire you to do this. And they say, okay, this is this is who we can put on it and when, right? So that has to be negotiated and figured out. Now, maybe they're like, yo, we have a lot of shit going on this week. It's well, not happening. I, I think it, I think you, you pay them more and they clear their schedule. Yeah, but, I mean, who, but who else? These are huge, huge law firms that might have other people working. No, I know. I know. So, and then also on top of that, they have to then hire – and out and, and this is I, I talked to my wife who's a lawyer she's explained this to me uh, they have to then hire uh, a third party tech uh, analyst like you said to find the accounts do all that is that party is that place busy yeah well how are we negotiating that once that happens okay Brian can you hand over your phone okay now can we get your wife to hand over her phone what's what's their lawyer say well, right they already they already hand they handed over the phones like on his last, phone the, last the week. Wor- yeah company phones but if you want his wife's private phone number if you think jerry's involved you want his private number to give up email this stuff takes time and here's the other dirty secret of it the the sixers before they make their decision outside counsel has to sign off on it right like we said so they're going to want their due diligence because no outside counsel is going to rush this thing in two days and be like we stake our our reputation on yeah. this. They're going to need an investigation. Right. They need to talk to the other people. Like I said, the third party. Third party might say, hey, we only know so much. We have to hire this other third party who does this. Okay. Now we got to find out who's who's enough Sixers enough or enough Sixers. Right. Let's try to get the a leak. The let's, leaker. Let's try to find the leaker. Every step of the way they get somewhere, they got to talk to the league. Hey, this is a bigger problem than we think. What? Just imagine this. What if they think Jerry is involved? Yeah, no. The, you know, and also, the, the point is, once you fire Colangelo, you lose your leverage. You lose all. So of it's it. like once you fire him, it's like you can't go to him and be like, "Yo, give me your wife's phone." No. Yo, give me your wife's computer. No. Yo, give me Jerry's phone. Give me Jerry's computer. So you need to 
basically you want to figure out what the scope of this is. You want to figure out what's actually absolutely and and like like we were saying like i don't think they're not losing that much like you you have your existing you 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 go to your guys and you say keep to keep doing your work yeah we're gonna keep you on through the draft no matter what happens so keep doing your work we're just gonna limit this to brian like yes and and also and also you start the you you start doing the stuff you're gonna have to do Figuring out who your next GM is. They're interviewing GM. You start covertly interviewing all the GMs. Of course they are. They're t- they're talking to people who are also applying for jobs elsewhere. They're trying to get the lowdown on stuff. You don't think they're talking to Le- LeBron's agent to say, hey, what happens if we keep him? What happens if we don't? What's going on? This stuff's going to take more than five days. Uh, how about this thing? How about this? What if, on these accounts, right, uh, what if... Like, what if one of them was tweeted out when Colangelo has evidence of where him and his wife were at? Yeah. What if they're like, oh, no, we were at this gala. Everyone saw us. Well, now he's got a defense. So now you could, if you had fired him and then he goes, oh, actually, you, you terminated me because of this. But here's evidence that uh, yeah. you might not be right. Then you got then you got the lawsuit. Tens got of million more, dollars lawsuit. Right. So this idea that the Sixers are like an embarrassment for not firing them yet. It's like, dude, that's not how this works. We talked about it on Twitter. If you ever worked for a corporation and had to deal with firing someone, it is up. It is the worst. And the reason it's the worst is because the corporation has to cover themselves. Yes. For any lawsuits, because you get those employment lawsuits. It's like, I mean, there are lawyers out there. One of my friends from college is this lawyer who makes their living suing companies for firing people. Yeah. It's like a lucrative business. Yeah. You know, at, at, at a previous job, it's like they would take like up to eight months to fire someone just to gather the necessary evidence to document everything. So it's just like, man, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I like, and also multiple things can be true. This ownership group can be spineless. Yep. They can be pushed around. They from are. The, they can be they pushed are. around from the league. They can be opaque. They can, you know, not report stuff. All that can be true. And also, it can be true that. They just got to be thorough with this. Like they I, have I know, to. I like I, I know Sixers fans hate the management, and I know they hate Colangelo, and I know they want blood, and they want blood now. Yeah. But look, Sixers fans, you also want to know the full scope of what happened. Yep. And you don't want this dragging out. You don't want Colangelo. I mean, I guess maybe you don't care. You don't probably don't care if they, the ownership has to pay millions to Colangelo in, in a wrongful termination lawsuit, but. Don't I just want to say, don't worry. He's getting fired. Oh, he's fired. He's gone. <clears throat> yeah, and don't get mad at people who are letting you know that uh, based on talking to lawyers, uh, you know, like, um, what's it called? Uh, Ryan Abrams wrote a great thread about, like, you know, he does law, too. And he was just like, yeah, this is the... You guys don't know what you're talking about. This is how it works. Like, these are the things you got to think about when you're not just, like, a guy on Twitter. How about this? They, they keep saying, Twitter solved the case. Twitter solved the case, right? Have you read all of Bonham's tweets yet? No. No. Not. No. How did you solve the case if you can't even read the fucking well, no, tweets? Look, they, right? Tw- tw- Twitter, you know what I mean? Sixers Twitter has provided enough circumstantial evidence yes. that if this were, you know, if this were like a, uh, a a trial case or something, and we were a jury, yes, we would convict. Maybe. Maybe not. That nah, we would. I mean, come on. Well, I mean, we would. We, 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 we would, would convict. We would. We would. But. You know, it's like for a wrongful termination, all you need to do is pull something out or pull some this other yeah, thing out. Yeah, well, and because and so, I, what you what you really want is have enough stuff to go to Brian Colangelo and say, "Look, man, resign." Yeah, that's what you really want. Yeah, everyone saves face. 
you you know you get him out of there you know you don't have to deal with all this stuff yeah because once you once you cancel his and that's what this is all about is canceling his contract right you you're trying not to pay him you're trying to say you broke the contract by leaking this information to your right. wife and we don't want to pay you the rest he's going to say no you 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 broke the contract i did everything right right he's going to say you can't prove it was me yeah he could say, my wife did it all. Yeah, my wife did it all. And they can say, well, you t- told the stuff to your wife. And you're going to say, no, no, my wife's friends with somebody else in the organization. Yes. Or, so, or, you know. Something. How about that? That's the point or, I was trying or, to make. Th- or you could say, oh, my wife hacked into my computer and did it all. I didn't tell her yeah. anything. Or how about when you go to, uh, or you don't have to testify against your wife. And then I get the argument. And this is why he'll go down because he probably shared this information, right? But here's a, here's a what if, right? Let's say him, his wife, Brett Brown. His wife, Josh Harris, his wife, and a couple of owners are all at dinner just shooting the shit end of the year talking or whatever. And then someone brings up Josh trade or something, right? And now it's not he's the only one who said it. Now it's a public discussion. Uh, so now all all those people part of this? Yeah. No. You know no, what I mean? Look, I agree. What if there was an, you know, there's so many little things that he could say like, because right now what we're trying to say is he... And only he was the one who told her this information. Therefore, he's responsible for the leak. Now, if they can prove that it came from somewhere else, then that person's that person to, is yeah. just as bad. At, you know? Yeah. No. Look. And how about this? Let and if that sounds like I'm defending him, sorry. I'll keep one last thing. If that sounds like I'm defending him, how about if Jerry's involved? What if they're trying to find out if Jerry's a part of it right. and they want to clean house completely? Also. I, I tried looking it up. I can't find it. I believe, and maybe it never officially happened, but there was talks about them giving some ownership to Jerry for oh, being an right. advisor. I, I couldn't look it up to see if it happened officially, but there was a lot of uh, people speculating that that was part of why he's running. If he's part owner, if he has some kind of deal like that, then then the thing gets even more complicated, right? Look, I'm, it's it's... It's it's just a whole different ball game in terms of like on Twitter and what what you know I, we think we know versus what you can prove and, and getting rid of this guy and also all these people have lots of money all these people are very powerful so yeah. it's just a complicated situation. Look, if you know if if Brian Colangelo was just the third member of this podcast and all this stuff came out, yes, we would say get off the yeah. podcast, yeah. right? But this is, but that's this is a $1.5 billion organization. Yeah. It's easy for Sixers fans and Sixers Twitter to say, like, do this thing. You have nothing at stake. Mm-hmm. Right? Do this. Put your house up. Say, hey, if, if I'm wrong that Colangelo tweeted from these accounts, then you can take my house away. Well, I think I would. You can't. Wait, you would, would never do that. I would, would you? wager 99.9% of Sixers fans would do that. They would. Well. Well, 99, 90% of them don't own houses. They but, don't own houses. Yeah, your parents' and, house. But, and then but the, other, the other 9% own houses in Philly, so that's like, what, so $5,000 house? <laughs> so that's the thing, you know, because they're playing with real stakes. They're playing with real money. <laughs> no, I know. You know I what know. I mean? Look, and it's easy for us to just cast, I, cast the, the last thing I want to do is defend Colangelo, but I I mean, like, I just, I just don't think it's that huge of a deal. No, that's the other thing, too. It's just that we want... And I get it. You we want, just want justice. We and want everyone, justice. This is the world we live in where it's like every week we have a new person we go after and we destroy on Twitter. Yeah. Every week there's a new witch burning. All yeah. right? Colangelo's the witch. Yeah, Colangelo is a witch. All right? Colangelo yeah. probably is a witch, a huge collared witch Yeah. Uh, that deserves to be burned. But it doesn't mean we have to do it now. 
No. Let's just make sure that we that you know that it's we know what right. we know. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and I think the thing let's that make Bob... sure that he's just burned to a crisp. Yeah. And not exactly. Let's make sure that he's not going to come up out of the fire pit and take our money. Okay. Yeah. Let's just make sure he's fully burnt. Yeah. For a fan base that's motto is trust the process. Hey. Uh. Hey guys. Yo. I... What, 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 I, maybe I, we just trust the process. On hey, this. I listened. To, I listened to Sam Hinkie on a uh, business podcast. I don't know if you listened to that. I podcast. did. I did. Of course, I did. And uh, that's all Hinkie was talking about. Patience. Just patience. Patience. You will get your blood. You okay? will get it. You it will, will happen. Get, you will get Colangelo run out of town. Run yep. down to run down to Myrtle Beach, as we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um, and if you wait long enough, it might even be more embarrassing. It might be. You want to know that Jerry did it. You, you want to know. That. You want his son you want gone. Well, I don't want... think you want the son gone. I think we can. We well, can if say he tweeted that stuff. Oh yeah, okay. Nah, okay, whoever, whoever's involved. You want you want all the relatives, all the Colangelo relatives that probably work there. Uh, you yeah. want them all out. All the snakes. You can get them all. Catch them all. Catch all the snakes. Catch them all. Yeah, don't yeah. just don't throw one snake on. And say, don't, hey, look, we're done. Don't just catch the snake with the biggest collar. No, you got to get them all. all yeah, right? you got to get them all. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's enough. That's enough. Let's bring on. Uh, let's bring on uh, Brian Jacobs, who was part of this whole mess. I mean, he's the guy who was who was tweeting seemingly at Eric Jr., who was yep. the wife. The most. The most. And at one point, the wife even said, you know, if you're old enough or if my daughter was older, she'd date you or younger. I don't know, whatever. He'll talk about it. Yeah. Uh, great conversation. Uh, let's hear from him now. All right. All right, Matt. Here we go. We got an exclusive interview. For those who've been following Watergate, the, the Collargate and everything going on, we have the one and only Brian Jacobs of the Sixer Sense. Brian, how's it going, man? Weird. Everything. Okay. First question. <laughs> first, first question, bro. What the fuck, man? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> that is a good question. It's a very interesting question. Um, really, honestly, I'll, I'll take it back to when, just like anybody who spoke with that account, Eric Jr. I mean, he. It's not just me that he spoke with. I mean, it just happened to be that there was this graph that came out that I thought was fucking hilarious. That was like it showed eighty percent towards my. Twitter handle and there's nothing special about me I'm a boring writer who I mean just this is normal dude and he just for whatever reason I remember vividly this dude attaching himself to every fucking thing that I wrote every fucking thing that I said on Twitter it wasn't always an article everything that I that I would put out there I felt like he had a comment so it got to a point where I was really about to block him or mute him but I mean I don't usually block people unless they're just they they use profanity just like I did there a few minutes ago. But, uh, <laughs> it's like to open. Unless they, you gotta have your code, yeah, man. You I mean, gotta have a code. <laughs> yeah, unless they're like really like obnoxious. Like I don't usually I don't I don't fuck with that. So when this news came out, I was I was actually like my wife and I live about twenty minutes from my parents' house, and she was working. I went over there to have dinner, and and all of a sudden like I got a message on Adam Sixers Adam who uh, currently writes for. Uh, he just started writing for Liberty, Liberty Ball. I got a notification. It said Brian with a few explanation points. I'm like, all right. So I, I went. I went in the other room and I was like, hold on. I got. I got to look at something real quick because I thought maybe like there was like a, an announcement or something like that. So uh, of course I looked on uh, online and I saw the Ringer article come out and I wasn't sure why I was relevant to it. So I scrolled down and I read it. I read all the way through and I was about to like give up reading it. I wasn't sure what was going on. And towards the very bottom, he brought up. The um, when I when I tweeted out a few like a, a year or so ago about the uh, the potential trade that I was I had no I have no knowledge I don't have a source about it but I put out something like along the lines of a, a protected first round pick and um, 
uh, was it Etuan Moore for Jaleel Okafor. And, and I remember there was rumors swirling about him getting traded around that time with the Trailblazers, maybe something along the lines of Omar Asik getting uh, traded to the Sixers. Yep, yep. And you, you flash forward to this, and I see that in the article. I'm like, holy shit. And then, like, a couple days, like, not even a day later, you see this whole match of TJ McConnell working with Steve Nash. And I didn't even know about that, to tell you the truth. <laughs> and you, you match it up compared to, like, the time frame. I mean, I, I, don't, even, I don't even know, dude. It, it was, it's really weird. And, and to go along with all those fucking weird-ass messages from, from allegedly from Barb, I mean, about the, yeah. her daughter and whatnot, a lot of people, new people, are following me right now, and they're about to get let down. I mean, I'm not. I think I said like this not, guy's. This guy's. Uh, he's about to date a general manager's daughter. It's got to yeah, be. Man, it's been very cool to see. Um, I, I think. I think it was. I'm trying to think of who it was that said this earlier today. It might have been John Johnson from WIP. It might have been him. I apologize if it was somebody else. But he said something along. No, it was Rosenblatt. Actually, it was Rosenblatt. He said something along the lines that like. This is the first time in a while that everybody can agree to something, and and like you know, around the yeah. because there's so many people that were split, and it's just the way that they're handling this whole thing right now. I mean, I get it. I know Derek Bodner's taking the stance that like you can't throw shit out there, you can't accuse people of of something that they they really. It's just all tea leaves right now, and I respect that 100. percent But I mean, you look at it and it's just like, come on, dude. Like, yeah, this this lady trying to uh, to. I don't even want to. I don't, I don't even want to so, talk so, about myself, so wait, wait, wait. Tell, but, to... but tell the li- tell the <laughs> listeners. I mean, listeners will know, but just remind them about because, like, of, of of what specifically was said to you when you when you uh, when interacting with Barb and and the daughter. There was this one tweet, and I remember it pretty. Um, I said the word vividly. I'll say it again. I remember it pretty vividly. Uh, she reached out like never via DM. I never DM'd uh, the Eric Jr. account, oh. and I never spoke with her. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> the content sucks. I was hoping. I was hoping you was... shot you shot your shot in the DMs. Like, hey, about no, that daughter. Man, there was enough. Yeah, man, there was enough interaction where a DM would have been overkill. I mean, there was like she reached out that one tweet that became a little bit. Uh, it was on Reddit. I saw there was she said something along the lines of like. <sighs> too bad my daughter is too old for you with like a smiley face and followed it up. Like after I made a random ass comment, like maybe a month or two later, if that she said um, something along the lines of like, of, of calling me stubborn, this and that, but like you're one of my top five favorite bloggers. And at first I thought this was Brian Colangelo and I thought that was really cool, but being that it's garbage, it is what it is. <laughs> 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 that would have been a resume builder right there. But no, it's just like there was a few times that she brought up her daughter and it just became a little strange. And then when you bring everything together full circle where we are right now, it's uh, it's pretty funny. And I, I think without that that headline, I don't think that this would have been as, as, as noteworthy as it was. But the fact that she was trying to pimp her daughter off to me was pretty interesting. And, and dude, you should have heard that story to my wife. It was the funniest thing. Oh, you'll ever man, hear in your I life. can't like, even literally, imagine. Like literally, I walk, I, I go up to her, I think... My friend Dave, who I used to work with, he lives in Oregon now. He's a he's a, a hopeless uh, Trailblazers fan. He 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 reached out to me and he was like, "I think that it's going to be a good idea for you to reach out to your wife right now about this because <laughs> this is getting a lot of traction and you don't want people to start talking about shit and eventually it gets to her via and she's always on Instagram. I don't know if like if somebody would reach out to her or something like that. So I went up to her. I was like, Tara, so. 
you know the Sixers, this team that I watch, and I, I stream into TV every night, and, I, and I'm obsessed over. Well, yeah, the dude, the, the team's GM, his wife, like, yeah, he's trying to pimp her daughter to me, and I don't know what's going on. So if you see my name, that's no, but you know, but you know what it is, you know, but you know, but you know, she must have a crush on you because, like, that's like. You know when a girl says like, "Oh, you should date my friend," or like, "Oh, you should, you know, you should." Yeah. So like, you should ask your, you should shot. ask your wife. You should have been like, "Yo, uh, can I get a hall pass for Brian Colangelo's <laughs> wife?" Yo, she, it comes with season tickets. Trigger, the Marco Bellinelli. It's an Italian <laughs> thing. Like, <laughs> uh, like, are is your is your Instagram like you like shirtless? Like, what what is this like? Or is it just your? She's reading your tweets, hey. and is she just attracted to your mind? What what's going on here? So, what do you think it is? I'll tell you a little bit. I'll tell you a little bit more about myself, um, since I know you're dying to know. I mean, yes. <laughs> so I, I was a personal trainer. I, I there grew up it in is. Jersey. I was a personal trainer. There, yeah, there it is. Because I, I see you're a very years. handsome man, and you said you were coming from the I, gym, so I figured there's. I am a lazy piece of shit who writes about the sixes. I mean, I, I, <laughs> you know, I, I um, I'm gonna. I work in financing at a at a corporate job. I'm very just an average Joe, but like I was a personal trainer in New Jersey for a while. I grew up, I went to ocean city high school, grew up in South Jersey, moved to Myrtle beach when I was 24. Um, I'm 29 now. So I've been here quite a bit of time. Um, and there's a, there was a lot of pictures. Like, obviously when you're a personal trainer, you, you promote yourself. And uh, like, I would do like throwback Thursdays here and there. Cause I'm a tool. And, um, maybe she saw that. Maybe she, <laughs> my wife is a, that's why she's like top, top five, figure. top five. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> Barb's is thirsty. Out here's thirsty. Barb's got a type. Here's the question. I like I like my bloggers with abs. That's that's yeah. that's what Barb's thinking. <laughs> here's the question. Do we even know if if she has a daughter? No, they do. The Clangels, they do. So the Clangels they, have. She does. They okay. have a son okay. and a daughter, but the daughter's does. real young. Young. So like how young? Yeah, I think I, I, I honestly think she's talking about herself when she's saying like oh, my daughter's too old. Okay. I, I honestly think she's. I, if if it was allegedly, uh, you know her. Yeah, because the one kid's in college, right? Right, and the other one's younger. Younger, I think. So she's from, not too old. From what what I've learned from Reddit, I don't know. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Plot thickens. Yeah, I yeah. like this. I like <laughs> this. Uh, so wait, so so you so you see the Ringer article, and then did you start scrolling through your old tweets? Like, oh, I remember this guy. I mean, how did you find? Because you, you had oh so God. many interactions. Is that, oh. So is, 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 did you like not sleep that night? Well, the lead is kind of buried here. Like, the the account that I interacted with the most was. The S. Bonham's account. Oh. And it's killing me that that's private. Like, he he was even more like, uh, he was he was on me. He was asking and a little for dick bit pics. meaner than Eric Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm very upset. I really want that account to go back public because I'm interested. But but I went through, it's funny because I went through each of the accounts that was listed on the, uh, on the article. And the last one I went through was Eric Jr. And I saw that one was still public. I was like, oh my God. This guy, I remember this guy. So I went through the uh, dimensions, and it's just there's a, it's a treasure chest, dude. It's just yeah, I don't well, know. Man. Well, it's one just, thing that I think so. I think you pointed out that was really interesting was that the Philly one two three four five account, the which, official, the, the official, official Brian, Brian Ocan- yeah. Colangelo account, does follow you, right? Yes, yes. Because that's yeah. weird. So, I mean, that, that was the biggest smoking gun out of everything. I remember when I saw that, like you don't. Like, and I said this in a tweet and I'll say it again. Like, you don't just follow me. Like, you don't, like, if you are the general manager of a professional basketball team, a two time executive of the year for who the fuck knows how, if you are the two time executive of the year and, and you follow 
Brian Jacobs from Sixer Sense, who who just wrote a very, I wrote a, a, a dagger about him. I, I was very critical of him. To follow me, I mean, I, I, I there's people that have written that he's very sensitive about what people say like about him. So maybe he saw that and he just wanted to see what I continue to have to say. But cause I'm not Derek Bodner. I'm not Rich Hoffman. I'm not Kyle Newbeck. I'm not. I'm not established like those, but apparently he thinks I'm an established well, I'm, writer. Yeah, you're an established blogger. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he, his, yeah. he's got to keep tabs on his wife. You know, his, maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe he saw the maybe he that's saw, the smoking he probably gun. Saw the Instagram likes. He saw <laughs> the throwback Thursdays, wondering what's going on here, and he's like, I gotta keep an eye out. Yeah, this could that might be the story. Um, so and this is the thing, though. Yeah, this is the real quick. Like, this is the thing, though. Like, people are saying, like, he didn't know. Like, he probably didn't know about it. It was probably his wife just sticking up for him. But, like, dude, this account, these accounts have been around for, I don't want to say over a year. I'm not positive it was over a year. It could have been, but it's been about a year they were around for. It should have been more. It could have been, I don't know. But you don't just say all this shit defending your husband. And maybe and there's there had to have been one time where she's like, yo, Brian, look at this. Look what I just said to this person. Like there had to have been one time that she brought this up to him. I, I mean, there's I, I mean, no I, way. I, yeah, I mean, I, I think at least there's one no of them way. must have been him, right? I mean, do you remember the? And yeah, and for him, for him to say that he didn't know anything about it, about I think this was like on the thirty first or something like that, or like his immediate response was like, "I have somebody's out to get me." Right. And then he says, and he acknowledges the fact that his wife could have been doing it. I mean, it's just like I don't know, dude. He, he's a politician. He's he's doing what he can to save his ass, and I don't want him to suffer. I don't. He's he's a, he's a dude. He's a human being who's who's got who's got a, a daughter apparently, and I don't, <laughs> I don't want him to to suffer. I just don't think that he's suitable to be the GM of the Sixers, and that's that's a, a it's, it's pretty obvious right now. Oh yeah, of course. We we no we want we want nothing but the the best for him and his wife maybe they should move oh, down yeah, to Mur- maybe they should move down to Myrtle, Myrtle Beach. Beach yeah you know find a new paramour you know yeah, whatever yeah. whatever Get a personal trainer <laughs> yeah, get back exactly. into shape now in your in your retired career i i think there's i think we're only in uh the first act of this story yeah hopefully 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 <laughs> i think this is think, what's uh, called the wooing stage <laughs> i think the sequel is how barb got her groove back <laughs> well if this if this <laughs> if this story like if the next chapter is he loses his job it's excuse me. He's only going to this story is only going to get bigger, and as soon as we start to figure out who the names are that are associated with this, who the who the burners were, if it is 100% Barb, who the 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 uh, the deep throat of this whole thing is, who the person that uh, oh, yeah. that leaked the info. I, b- I believe he's nicknamed Deep I mean, Collar, the, uh, the 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 leaker. Deep, co- <laughs> deep Collar. Did you really just say that's hilarious? <laughs> You need to you need to trademark that. That's pretty good. Well, I, I, I think I think I got that from Sixers uh, Reddit or something. Oh, so. dude, yeah, okay. But I mean, I, I yeah, I also independently came up with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I believe in you. But did you notice a difference? I mean, maybe you can't remember between the the still balling account and the Eric Jr. Like, did it seem like a different voice? Yes. There was definitely a difference in the fact that Eric Jr. was was more conversational. I felt like it it would it would acknowledge good articles. But then it would kill you for a bad article, and then it would obviously all the controversial shit it said about it, like the daughter and whatnot. There was that, but still balling. Well, um, I believe he was like I think his name was like Stan Bonhams at one yeah, point. Yeah, And then he changed it to S Bonhams. Yeah, and so I think he was he was more like if I'm going to call it he if it was if it was Barb 
or if it was Brian, he was definitely more out to preserve the Colangelo image than Eric Jr. was. Eric Jr. was obviously, that's the reason it was around to do that, but it wasn't as like as aggressive about it. I felt like Bonham's was more like like all up in your shit about about not talking about Hinky, talking about Colangelo, giving this credit. The Sixers are fifty two and thirty. Like like given like there, this was never like this before. He turned the team around. It was very very strange how his agenda was so twisted pro Colangelo that when you look back on it, it makes a lot of sense. But I mean. You just you're not going to think of that at the time, you know what I mean? You're, like you see all these tweets. The last thing you're going to think about is that you're tweeting with the general manager of the Sixers or his wife or right. something like that. It's just not. I mean, it just makes you wonder like how many people you're talking to. So, so that maybe, aren't maybe the people you think they are. Yeah. So maybe it was like when Colangelo and his wife were, were drinking wine, they log into Eric, the Eric Jr. account, and when they're doing coke, they yep. log into the Still Balling account. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Postcoital. Coke binge. Yeah. Let's fire up that still ball and uh, and pump our ego out. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Um, do yeah, you have man, you, you mentioned you, you you mentioned earlier, Brian, that you had some like tangents that you said you could like go off on. Any maybe the best tangent or maybe the weirdest tangent that you want to speak on? Think about. Yeah. Is there just anything else weird about this whole thing that maybe that we're, you, we're missing? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just. I mean, I, I might be repeating myself a little bit here. It's just. You go a week ago from, or a little more than a week ago, from the Sixers being in the playoffs, the excitement level is so high. They get knocked out. We, I mean, we, we were expecting to win that series. And then we, we go to, from watching that series to Jason Tatum killing it in the Eastern Conference Finals. They ended up losing. And then, boom, this story comes out. And it's just like we were so happy about our team. And then this shit happens. And then you go and look at the article, and you see your name listed in it. And, and – from, and I love Ben Dietrich. He's a great writer. And to see that, I mean, it was like yeah, a little bit of you, yeah, like a little bit of the child, and you see your name in an article. You're like, oh, that's cool, man. And but but then you start to get like the following and the and the people that are that are adding you and and the people that are are calling you a, I mean, there's a, a hero of the process. It's just like it, it was very very strange. And our fans are so weird, and I love it. I wouldn't Sixers Sixers Twitter is is the best getaway you could you could possibly imagine i mean literally, literally when you have a stressful day sounds like an advertisement when you have a stressful day and you, and you just want to just chill and you go on sixers twitter there's always something interesting to read about or or to follow it's it's fun but just to see your name brought up with the news um to interact with some people who would have never uh, thought to interact with you before it was cool i mean but but i definitely if people do want to hear what i have to say i mean i'm definitely going to uh start blogging again (laughs) i have to now i feel like i have to and i feel like i have a i feel like i have a um a good a good voice now to uh, to say what's on my mind i mean there's there i've always had the same voice but i'm not and i'm not going to change that but if more people are willing to listen that i mean then i'll say what's on my mind and i'll i want i want the uh the experience for the average sixer fan who just logs on the twitter to uh to see what the fuck's going on to be better and if i can help that then i'd be more than happy to well i mean obviously you have a great voice you were you you had the ear of the gm and his wife i mean i know you made tj mcconnell better (laughs) dude that like in this dude like he he was the the shit in the first two games of the playoffs against the uh, against the celtics and i was bitching my ass off during that why is he not playing play him i'm not saying ben uh, ben simmons i said put ben simmons at power forward put tj at point guard 
and game three started. Like I don't. Who knows if that if if they yeah. heard that. probably they probably, probably did. They probably That's did. You. That's who you. knows? You should you I, should get ten percent of TJ McConnell's I'm, checks. Fuck it, I'm the GM. I, I th- <laughs> yeah, see. I think what you should have done is when you want <laughs> when you want certain things, you gotta like write it on your abs and post a picture <laughs> of it. True. That's how you get stuff <laughs> done, Brian. Right. Hey man, hey man. It's it's all about. Form. Exactly. All about form with writing, bicep curls, flexing, <laughs> selfies. I took a selfie last night. I went barb fishing. She didn't answer me. <laughs> I reached out to her too. I, I, I DM'd her. I told you we never DM'd, but I DM'd her, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you exactly what I said. Give me two seconds. You can edit this part right, out. Right. Yeah. I'll try to bullshit until I get to it. You you um, said my wife gave me a hall pass for you last night, and this was very very nice. I felt like a sweetheart saying. I, I DM'd the still balling account. I was like, Barbara or Brian, if this is you, I just want you to know that I forgive you. I want everyone to be happy. I want to move on from this. God bless. I was trying to get a response from her. She didn't. Um, well, thanks a lot, Brian. We really appreciate you coming on and explaining your side of the story and how crazy this whole thing is. And, you know, hopefully soon this whole Amen. thing gets wrapped up and can't wait to see you on the 30 by 30. Yeah. Of yeah. Trust the process. Or, 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 or as the next GM. Of, of or maybe the next GM. I don't know. Yeah. We'll find out. I do what I can for my process, dude. And I appreciate you guys for calling me on. Um, you guys are awesome. Very funny. And I'll be listening to you going forward. All right. Awesome. All right, appreciate thanks. it. Make sure you catch Brian at the sixersense.com. Or, or at Brian Mike Jacobs. Or Brian yeah, at Mike. Yeah. yeah. At yeah, Brian yeah. Mike Jacobs. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to try to offer me up your daughter, I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll deny it, but I mean, there's a line right now. <laughs> You're part of it, right? There's a line, there's a line of daughters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. The, the daughter line. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's really creepy, dude. This whole fucking thing's creepy. So <laughs> I'll leave it at that. And I'm going to make sure to keep your number in case uh, when, when Matt's uh, baby grows up, he might need a personal trainer. Oh, so, yeah. My baby. My baby's, go, my baby is obese. Hey. Yeah. If you got, if you got any baby, baby exercises. <laughs> <laughs> Send it my way. 80s for the ladies. 80s yep. for the ladies, right? <laughs> All right, Brian. Thanks a lot, brother. Okay, that, I guess I think that that'll end our Colangelo Palooza. Wow. Second week. Can you of imagine what Brian's going through? Dude, like, how well, weird I, I, is how, that? How, how awesome would that be? Like, you were talking to. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess I don't really talk to that many random people on Twitter, but it would be strange to be. You know what? The, my favorite part is every time these tweets pop up and I read them, I go, like, you know, you know, this guy made a good point. This guy made a good point. Eric Who? Jr. kind of made a good point here. Oh, no. I mean, I read the, I like I said, when it first came out, I read the Eric Jr. stuff, and I was like, this guy sounds like John. I know. That's this what guy, I mean. That's guy, what I'm saying. That's what I was getting just to. like John. I was like, hey, no, no, this guy's pretty, uh, No, you know. remember, I don't know if you shared this on the podcast, where you had, you had, like, looked to see if you ever interacted with Eric Jr., and you had, you said you remembered an exchange where someone, oh, yeah. had, someone had said something anti-Colangelo. Eric Jr. had responded, and you were like... I was going to respond, but I see that Eric Jr.'s got this. <laughs> I, really see, did. I see, I I see that Eric Jr. is taking up the mantle for the pro Colangelo camp. I, I, I don't need to engage. I tonight. screen grabbed that. I was like, I literally remember Derek saying, like, I have, it was, he said something like, I, uh, I don't pretend to know Hinky's draft board or something like right. that. And I was like, oh, good point, Derek. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Derek's been great too. I mean, Derek was also one of the. Derek was the one yeah, who was yeah. like, "Hey guys, this is not right." Everyone right. freaks out, and then Derek lays down the law. He's like the Zach Lowe of Sixers. Well, and no, then it's this whole. Yeah, it's, goes, it's like the whole. I mean, everyone. It's like the whole purity test. Everyone needs to be so moral and so much yeah. moral, and it's like, you know, sometimes the world is not like black and white like that. I think the thing that I see, and this is the part that bothers me of this culture we're in, is everyone just feels really entitled. Yeah, it's like you know what. 
I watch the Sixers. I want everything to happen how I want it now. Yeah. I don't like this guy. Fire him. And it's like, it's not your team, buddy. Well, it's also, it's like, I feel like, I feel like people are just looking to be offended and outraged. Yeah. Like, that's like their whole goal in the day is like, how can I find something? How can I be angry? How can I, yeah. How can I find somehow that I've been wronged? Yep. And like, look, in this case, you know, you were, you were wrong. You got it. You got a terrible GM. But look, you can you like, like we just said, you'll get your justice. It's, yeah, they caught you him. Get, they caught him. They caught just, him. They caught just, him. Just give him some just, time. Just, just, All right, it's been five days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess should we do? Oh, let's talk a little about the finals. Should we talk a little bit about the finals? Yeah. Oh, finals going. The finals on. are happening. Which finals? This year? Last year? Which, which one? The same. The, the exact same. same. I think I read somewhere that the the margin of victory in game two is exactly the same as last year's game two. Oh yeah, they didn't have it so. after game one. No, that's Let's the go thing. back to game one. Well, you look at you look at game one. Uh, you know, game one. You know, the, the Cavs blow it in, in a multitude of ways. Ugh. I mean, if if uh, the block charge thing that goes the other way, they win the game. Ugh. George Hill makes the free throw. They they win the other game. Jr. knows the score. Maybe they win at that point. Although it's still iffy. If you would have could have got the ball or called a timeout, you know. But you know, it was a preponderance of things where they should have won. And the thing is, you can see LeBron's body language. Oh yeah, and they released a they released a the whole unedited footage today of from when yep, Jr. ran to when he goes to the bench. You can see LeBron's body language processing it, looking, saying like, "Look, in order to win the championship, you know these are like these either or games that you got to win. Like you got to win. This is their chance. He played. He scored fifty points on a yeah. road game. Yeah, and, and it's like that's one they should have got. You, they get that game, they're in it. They're they get, in it. They get. They get. You know, they they win one or two of the Cleveland games." They're right there, you know. You you need to have that one. You they could be up three one. In in LeBron, you know LeBron kind of like you know he 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 sees like that's it that's the series that's it. Which is what happened in Toronto too, when Toronto lost that first game to Cleveland. It was done. Toronto like knew in their heads like we should you know we don't have that this thing's done. Yeah. So it's just yeah, it's and terribly couple, sad. And I want I want to look. Jr. Totally screwed up. Yeah, but I also think that. There's so much more blame to go around than just Jr. Yeah, I mean, there's a little more for. I mean, I think like George Hill. George, George Hill, Hill really screwed that up. I mean, I, I, I mean, again, I also feel for him. I mean, he, I feel he, for him. He's an 80 percent shooter, free, free free throw shooter. Like you're gonna miss, you're gonna miss sometimes, somewhere here and there. Yeah. And there. But the thing that bothers me about this is, why didn't anyone on that team call a timeout? Yeah, that is kind of weird. That is the I I blame everyone else. Well, I think. Because at if, that timeout, you have to say, look, right? You have to go, or you have to say, look, we're tied, right? If we grab a rebound, easy basket, we have one timeout left. Now, JR did the one thing that no one else did. He got the rebound. I can't believe he got that rebound. He got well, the rebound. Back, if you watch it again, it's like, how did this dude get this rebound? Over a seven-footer in Durant. I would wager the same thing that made him not know the score is the same thing that let him get that rebound. Absolutely. He was, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, like the person who's high or drunk, they get in the crash, they're not get hurt because their body's relaxed. Yeah. It's like, that's JR's body's relaxed. He doesn't know really what's going on. That's That enables him to get that rebound. Yeah. When everyone else is tense. He gets a rebound and he starts trying to dribble to safety, right? Yeah. He's, well, he's, cl- he's trying to dribble out the clock. He's trying to dribble out the Because he thinks they're up. But he's securing the ball. Right. Clay's on, his, on him, uh-huh. right? And he's doing that. Everyone else has to realize, like, Timeout, timeout. We have three seconds. Uh, I mean, to defend everyone else, I think they probably assumed that Jr. was going to pass. Because look, I think LeBron was open. LeBron was wide open. Yeah. But as soon as he doesn't pass that ball, yeah, you call it. You got to call timeout. You, call timeout. you have to. And it's funny because uh, you know, number one rule: never tweet. 
Uh-huh. And I knew I shouldn't have tweeted at Bomani uh-huh. Jones because he was talking about oh, no. it. And I said, look, he was like, how can you not know? He said that, like, you can miss a free throw, but how do you not know the score? And I was yeah. like, look, it seemed like no one knew the score because no one called a timeout. Yeah. And then he was like, he, you know, did his quote treat thing. And he's like, this is the dumbest argument. And it's like, oh, okay. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to respond because whatever. Like, people are dumb, whatever. Uh, and then we watched that clip today, right? Mm-hmm. And you see LeBron go to Ty Lue. Do we have a timeout? And then he goes, yeah. And then LeBron just goes, oh, my God. That's when he covered his face. Oh, uh, yeah. He asked him, did Do we, we have, have a, timeout? a timeout? So guess what? They didn't know. A lot of them didn't know they, they had a timeout. They didn't know or Ty, Ty, Ty Lue knew and didn't use it. So, like, uh, Bamani, it's not the dumbest argument. Oh, dang. This is, where John, this is where John uses the podcast to settle Twitter beefs. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the dumbest argument. I'm sure argument. Bamani Jones, Jones listens to this. Shout out to B- uh, Bamani Jones. Shout Just out to the new show. New show, High Noon. Yeah. I'm, sure rela- I'm sure he's relaxing by downloading obscure NBA podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't watch the show, but I'm sure it's great. I'm actually a big fan of Bamani and uh, Paul I love Bamani. That's why I didn't respond, because, like, I don't want to get into a... Th- you don't want to get blocked. Well, it's also you can't really. Also, argue. you can't win. Here's the you thing: can't about Twitter. Win. you can't win. You can't win. You can't There's win no an winning. argument. When There's people none. come at me, I I barely tweet. I barely engage. Yeah. Although I did tweet a long thread. This this uh, that whatever. Was nice. this, yeah. yeah. Or someone tried to come at me, and I was just like, I'm not. I'm just not going to respond because you can never win it. You can't win, especially when they have more followers. Right. And that's what happened. I was like, don't even respond. I sometimes I've written him before, and we've had good interactions. Right. And it's just like. Yeah, like literally LeBron asked his coach if he had timeouts, and when the coach said, yeah, LeBron crumbled mm. because he realized, like, this is how much we fucked up. Right. So let me ask you, I, I have a list of, you know, who has embarrassed themselves the most uh, in these finals. All right? Okay. So here are these candidates for you. Jared Smith, of course. You know, with that, with what happened. Okay. Right. LeBron. Okay. Wearing shorts. That was big story. Ugh. Big story. Wearing shorts, walking out. You can't walk. You can't. You can't grab a purse on your way out. <laughs> it was just shorts and a purse. I don't mind the purse. I actually don't I had mind the a shorts. Good joke on Twitter that didn't pop. I, you know, I did Warriors versus Calves. Calves. Oh, uh, that joke. The thing was that joke was played out. Oh, was it? Yeah, tons it. of people made oh, that joke. Really? Yeah, 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 I was a little late on that one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Other other candidate, Kevin Love. Okay. For the, for the haircut. I don't yeah, know if you've seen what, the haircut. I, I, I saw the that haircut. What the that, fuck? You know. You know a haircut's terrible. Like you know, it must have cost a lot when it's terrible. Like that is like the, the that is the mark of like some sort of celebrity hairdresser who you know this is good. Trust me, this is this is this is what's in fashion. It, it, it come on, Kev, come on, Kevin, what are you doing? It was just bad all around. It just looked like it like looked like a fancy bowl cut. It was. Uh, I think they just did a. It looked like a supercut. That's what I'm saying. It must have. That's what they didn't go, go to the. They didn't the go other, to the, nice, the other end. They didn't it's, go to the nice it's, one. it's like a. It's like a bell curve. You know. It's like ah, cheap. Yeah. Cheap haircuts are bad, and then when you get to the really, really high end, they're also really bad. Maybe I, don't I know. know this because my brother's friend used to be a celebrity uh, haircut ah. person. Yeah, and whenever my brother would get his haircut by him, it was just. Anyways, it'd be awful. Or I have the person who's embarrassed himself the most from these finals, Durant. I have this quote for you okay. from the. Uh, this is from the. Uh, Oral his- this is the, from the oral history of the Hamptons Five when they recruited him in, in the Hamptons. This, is, this was published on The Athletics. So this is a quote from Durant. They asked him uh, you know, about like, you know, why did he sign there, that sort of th- stuff. Or what, what did it mean to him for Draymond, uh, Steph, and Clay, and Andre Iguodala to be there? He says, this is Durant says, this might sound like a deep answer, but I hope you get it. First of all, great way. Great way to start great. any answer. Love it. 
every what, every podcast we start what I'm, we just start every podcast like what we're about to say is incredibly deep and meaningful hopefully you're smart enough to understand it yes. right that's basically what Durant's that's saying great. and he says at that time in my career i didn't know how other people felt about my game and i knew that i was pretty damn good and i knew i worked extremely hard but i needed that validation from my peers and tm uh, and teams and gms people that are really into the game to help me feel good about myself and help me feel confident dog you just won the MVP like two years ago or the year. I don't know when he won, when he won it, but it, he went. I don't know. He just won the MVP. Everybody knows you're good. Okay. Every single person, you know, has been saying you're like the, se- the second best basketball player in the world, man. How much more validation do you want? You need freaking Steph and Clay to be there. You're great. Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, what's going on in your, mu- in your mind? So then he goes on. So when they all came and they all put stuff uh, to the side to come to the meeting, I was like, man, this is amazing. Best team in the league, some of the best players, most accomplished players want me on their team. And what do I want to do? What do I bring to the table? It was pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Best team in the league. Your Thunder were up 3-1 <laughs> on them. You were you were up 3-1. You had them you had them on the ropes, man. Your team is at least as good as these guys. Like, what is going on in this guy's head? Oh, man. Jesus. Anyways, I just I read that and I was like blowing my mind. I was like, Durant, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like this dude, I feel I, I honestly I just kind of feel sorry for the dude at this point. So. Yeah. I mean, man, like he's he's at that place. He's just got to get over it. He's just too in I his just, own head. He, like I, I don't know. He's you know, it's him and Colangelo, dude. They just need you need to at some point you just need to like not have Twitter. Not read what people are saying yeah. about you. And there's a point in like when, like famous people talk about this, or like people who do a lot of creative work, where you stop reading the reviews, you stop like name searching yourself because you just realize it's not healthy. You're always gonna fixate. You're gonna see a hundred good stuff, and then you're gonna fixate on the one negative yeah. one. And it, and what you're gonna do is when you go to be creative the next time, you think about that negative review and you're reacting to it. And you just, you just need to stop, man. You just gotta. You gotta. And it's wild. It's wild. Um. Yeah. I. I don't. I. I. It's funny because, like, the more I hear Durant, he reminds me of my one buddy. Mm-hmm. And it's like the buddy's, like, super good looking, has everything, and yet he's still – he just can't get over that he's not, like, a mega superstar. Right. You know what I mean? And he can't get over that. And it's like the thing I was talking about is, like, you know – I think this is just something that, like – men in particular have to figure out and it's just like what is your scorecard right what is your scorecard it, it if my scorecard is the uh i want to be rich and famous talking basketball then guess what f minus right f minus if my scorecard is i want to uh be able to talk about basketball with one of my close friends oh and been upgraded <laughs> to close friends uh and uh, i was talking with Nick. Oh, okay, uh, right, I, uh, right. My close friend Federnick, and then yeah, yeah. also, uh, and Matt also an acquaintance. Yeah, yeah. And just make people laugh and have a good time once a week and get off jokes. Then guess what? I'm like at an A minus. Yeah, no, you, you know yeah. what I mean. And it's like Durant, you're amazing. Just, just be that. You're the second best basketball player in the world. And that was the other thing I told my friend. I was like, you know what? What if we lived in a world where second place was considered an accomplishment and not a failure? Oh, deep, deep thoughts with John Hill. My buddy wrote that down. I said that. 
I was in the zone. I was in the zone, and I how, said it. How high were you, Josh? Ah, I was up in that zone. I was in that Jimmy Snooker range. He actually wrote. He's like, I gotta write this down. Yeah. I was like, that's a good one. And then it made me remember because if he didn't right, write it down, right, I right. wouldn't have remembered. That's, I would have just hey, been. That's another life tip. Don't. If you want to remember something, you don't have to write it down. Just get someone else to write just it down. Just get someone you else to write it. Remember that. that someone else wrote yeah, it down. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, I should pay attention. That's to even what less you work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like. And, and but Durant doesn't have that. Colangelo never had that. Where it's like, yo, man, like I get it. You probably feel bad that your dad was this or whatever. Well, that's what's tough is when you if you come from a, if you have a famous father, you're always going to be comparing yourself. to Yeah, that. but why don't why don't you just be proud of it? Why don't you just go? Like, yeah, my dad came here. He didn't have much, and he fucking made it. Yeah, and he provided a better life for me and I my know. family Look. that no one else did. And you know what? Yeah, you're right. I didn't, I might not have struggled like you, but. I'm successful in my own right. I did a good job, and I give a lot of money charity, and that's the life I live, and whatever. Sam Hinkie gave me a lot of stuff. That's great. Yeah, you just got to compare yourself to yourself. Like, are you doing better? Are you working at it? You know? What's your scorecard? Yeah. And also, you look, you know, I got to say the same thing to my son. It's going to be hard for him growing up with a super famous, talented dad. But, (laughs) Dean, it's okay. It's just okay. Just enjoy the fact that you're... You know, only obese instead of morbidly obese. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's not things, bad. Things could be worse. Things could be worse. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. Shall we move on to Get At Me Dog? Let's do it. Let's. This is where we tweet <laughs> to NBA players, score points if they respond, scorecard. We compare ourselves to ourselves and not the <laughs> master of the game, Dave Feudernick, yes. who has many more points than me and John. This week we did uh, Evan Turner, yeah. Um, so I tweeted at, at Evan, Evan Turner, uh, former Sixer. I said, "Yo, Evan, when are you gonna come clean and admit it was you behind all the Colangelo burner accounts?" Nice. That was a long shot, to be honest. Yeah. No. No. And I think also we were, probably we wasn't go. that good. But uh, <laughs> we we t- just behind the curtain, we decided to record an episode today, like. Four hours ago, yeah. so which is not as much time as I usually need. Which is to. three hours uh, more than I usually take to tweet. That's true. Uh, yeah. That's true. Now I'm gonna read my my tweet, and it's really really good. And okay. I hope you guys understand. All right, all right. Okay. I hope you guys can understand. This. Okay. Okay. Got it. Uh, trying to guess what the kid et burner account would be. Mid range one five two four eight five eight. Fan fighter five. Truck in my pool, 69, 69, 69. <laughs> Help me out, E.T. I need to know. So those are all those are all things that uh, E.T. has done. Yes. He's and then fought with fans. He's taken... He's trying to fight with fans, yep. More mid-range jumpers than should be legally allowed. <laughs> As if, Dar- if mortal enemy of Brian Colangelo, Daryl Morey, was in charge, that mid-range would be banned. And the truck has driven into his pool. Amazing. And Did then you- uh, should we read Dave's? Dave's oh, yeah, sure. Let's go, Dave. He's got so many dope turners. My favorite is the kid. Hashtag turn baby turn. He's got a great little Photoshop of uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive. <laughs> I think that's Justin Turner, the Dodgers. Is that his first I name? I have no idea. Tina Turner and uh, uh, Turner of uh, Turner Sports. Uh, what's Ted, Turner. Ted Turner. Yeah. That's right. Oh, Ike Turner didn't make the list. Okay. No, no, Okay, no, Okay, no. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, problematic, right? Yeah, that's true. Did you yeah. get any response? Uh, no. No, neither did I. I got I got a good one uh, out of gas. Okay, what's out of gas? Oh, that's another Evan Turner thing. Oh, did you run out of gas? Yeah, he runs ran out of gas. Yeah, that was nice. by uh, Pasty Takes. Shout out Pasty nice. Takes, my man. Yeah, a lot of Sixers Twitter. I'm enjoying. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying the uh, the jokes on Sixers Twitter. I've I've, I've been indoctrinated in, into it this week due to the Colangelo saga. I started following a bunch of Sixers Twitter accounts. 
They're got, they pretty got, funny. They, they got jokes off, man. Yo, shout good. out to Kill a Cow. Kill a Cow is oh. hilarious. Oh, he's so good. Kill a Cow is he looking, is uh, follow at kill is it at kill a cow follow yeah. that that account that counts yeah yeah pacey takes love me love me some pacey, pacey takes. takes good yeah yeah he gets he gets a little libertarian he'll he'll throw out some oh, stuff that's, that's why i like that's him. why you that's love why him. I yeah like no, him. Me, I, me and him get along i got a little libertarian bend myself yeah, he'll, he'll super, re- i'm not crazy listeners i'm not crazy no i'm, I'm not crazy no, he'll right? retweet someone and be like this <laughs> yeah. this thing doesn't make sense and i'm like i'm with you brother yeah 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 but i'm scared I'm too scared to say it. I can't be on record. I know. Um, no, I'm, I'm gonna probably delete all my Colangelo tweets. I do. You need to, John. Probably. You you. I, I know. I know. Uh, uh, I've been a little reckless I considering know, my status. I know our guest said never delete a tweet, but you need no, no, delete them. You need to scrub. You need to scrub your history of your Colangelo love, man. You oh can't. no, 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 not that. I'm talking about the the new stuff. Oh, the new stuff. Yeah, I don't want to be a part of any lawsuit, defamation. Oh, case. I see. You know what I mean? I like I they see. might be following. And now I get. Remember, I told you all those trolls been following me. What trolls? Oh yeah, you get you had like a bunch of Russian tro- trolls start following you. Now I'm starting to worry. Which one of these is like a, a Colangelo burner account Could trying be. to like you know? It's I, weird. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. no one likes me on Twitter, so I don't. <laughs> I, I, there's I, no. I, I don't respond to anyone. I don't like you on Twitter. Although That's since I good. have been agreeing with you lately, I have found you somewhat tolerable. <laughs> but you engage. You engage way too much for my taste. I know. I just would not I gotta stop. I, I would gotta not st- engage. I gotta stop. I just don't engage. That's probably smart. Do you have any shoutouts and beefs? Uh, what do I? Got? I will shout out the Tim uh, Kawakami piece on that that oral history of the Hamptons Five. It was quite good, and I didn't read that yet. It's on the Athletic, so I don't know if you can read it, but uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> you have to pay to read it. I don't know, but it was quite good. Uh, and I will say of the piece, Clay Thompson comes out looking the best. Like he just looks like he is the chillest dude who like lives oh, the yeah. best life ever. Like he basically got there like three days early before everyone else because he was like, oh, the Hamptons. And he was just like. <laughs> playing soccer with like the gardener playing tennis with like random people he's the only one who i guess went to a club the night before and then they were like uh you know in the in the meeting they're talking about like the nike under armor stuff like oh between steph and durant how that would be affected and clay's like yo what about anta though all right he's he's sponsored by anta (laughs) clay's the man clay's the man he doesn't give a fuck the thing about clay is he just balls out when the warriors need him when the back's against the wall like the aforementioned when they were down 3-1 against the uh, against the Thunder. He's the dude that won, I think it was game six for them. He straight up won that game. Same thing with Houston. By himself. Yeah, in or Houston. Was they, yeah, game six he yeah, won. Yeah, no, no, they didn't go. Did they go to six? Or did they, they, they did to go seven. to six. Oh, shit. You're right. I totally forgot about Ooh. it. Ooh. Totally. Dude, I totally. Ooh. I, I blocked the entire, like this Colangelo story has overtaken my mind space with the NBA. You're really in it. I, I was. You're way in I, it. You're more in it than I am. I am like obsessed with it yeah because i stopped over the weekend i was in it i was i'm trying to solve the crime trying to figure it out yeah there is i mean i think a lot of people stopped once we we, it was figured out yeah i mean it was like okay it's his wife i mean we we guess there's some ambiguity if he knew or not probably knew some of them were probably him okay we figured it out you know I've been deep in it like i've been going through those discus accounts like what else can we learn about like inside the league I like, you know, I went in with like, who's the leaker? Like, let's try to figure out who the leaker is. Ooh, you know, I've been working on that. I've got a couple. I know you've leads. Been wor- you got a couple of leads. I've been, I've been behind the scenes. I got a couple of leads. Been, been narrowing it down. Yeah. It's we're on it. We could talk about more about the leaker off pod. To see off pod. No, no, that's the thing. Because I don't want to like. You don't want to tip your hand. I don't want to tip my you, hand. You're going to be the Ben Dietrich of of yeah. uh, you know whatever outlet takes the story. You're gonna. Yeah. Also, what's what's going on with the ringer, man? Come on, guys. Let's get a follow up. 
It's gonna follow up with all, and also they must have the tweets. Start releasing the tweets. That's the thing that's wild. Start release, start release. Just put them know, all out. Still, yeah. Re- they must have screen grabbed all. They must. If they didn't, like that's Ugh. like that, that's like gross neg- negligence. Right. Like you need to screen grab every freaking Get, thing from those. The intern's got to be screen grabbing. Also, you know, another thing that we don't that we'll never know is like what other burner accounts he had that were deleted immediately. That's the other thing that people aren't are missing. We only we assume there's five, right? Uh, because of some anonymous source did some open source programming. Yeah, there could be twenty. Also, it's like, what about his old ones? Yeah, I mean, they found the discus ones. So, I mean, I guess maybe he didn't delete everything. But what was his burner account when he was in Toronto? So you much. know, was there multiple? Was there an Instagram account? Like we, he could have he could have made a burner, followed zero people, kept an egg, yeah, and tweeted out. And no open source is going to connect that, right? right? These are the ones that we were able to find yeah. because they all followed the same amount of people. I know, I know. He could have been had one offs. Just, anyways, come on, Ringer, give us those tweets. Just, just put them in like a you know like a zip file that you can download for for people to go through. Yeah, it's like come on. Um, Can I give a really sad part? A little, not not really sad, but six or sad. Yeah, sure. Okay, this is gonna come off as me somehow defending Colangelo, but it's not. Well, okay, it's not. You've done nothing but but defend him this whole pod. Absolutely, I have to, based on our right. blood oath. Uh, I do have a little worry about mm. the next GM because I think one thing. <laughs> Oh, this is not actual sad. This is just okay. I thought that's you were, why I said six or seven. I thought, I thought, I thought you were going to tell me someone died or something. No, no, no. no okay, no, no. no, no just no. we're just worried about the next GM to shepherd this uh, fantastic collection of talent. Yes, because uh-huh. because here's why. The one thing Colangelo had going for him was time, because he got the job. They were really bad. Right. Every improvement was a was good, right? right. Like, dude. We won 52 games. We made the East Conference Finals. Like, we have all this cap space, you know. And at his last practice conference, he was like, we might sign a free agent. We might not. We don't know. We're going to take our time. Hmm. The next GM is inheriting a, a team that overachieved. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a regression to the mean next There's year. There's going to be no not what. only that, or they're going to feel like I need to do something. Because if I only regress to the mean, and maybe it's not this year. Maybe the first year they just take it easy. You, you got it. You know what I mean. Like, is it is it Sarge and ten for DeRozan? Well, you know what I mean. Like, no. Nah, I mean, I think I think whoever the next GM is, I think they can kind of point to this whole mess and be like, that will be the I thing. Think it'll I give think them they can take this year. I to think it's relax. like if they don't get who they want this summer, they can be like, look, we were not going to get a free agent this summer. Yeah, it was too late. They can kind of blame it and all that yeah. stuff. Even if that that number ten pick busts out, it's like, yeah. look, we didn't have time. You know. Yeah. So I think that person will be patient, but. Yeah, but maybe not. I think they're gonna. I think you guys are gonna get someone good though, because it's a good job. It's a good job opening, and I think the names that have been batted around, I think they're better GMs than Colangelo. Like, like I think David Griffin is a better GM than Colangelo. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mike, Mike Zarin is the other name that's been. Yeah, floated. I don't think Zarin's going anywhere. Well, I read somewhere that Zarin was offered the job before Hinky. Before Hinky, and he turned it down. Yeah, Zarin ain't going anywhere. Yeah, he probably. Has, you you got a great thing going for you. You freaking. Fleet, why would you go to the team you screwed over? Why yeah. would you go to the team with Fultz? And looking at it, like your team might be better. Yeah, I mean, right? Like that's yeah, that's a separate discussion. But yeah, but I mean, as far as going forward, like that team's really good. That's not like uh, you know, you might want to stay there. 
Right, right. So I think Griff makes the most sense because ownership's going to say, oh, this guy's won championships. He knows LeBron. He's smart. People respect him, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that's kind of my guess. But but then, yeah. I mean, you think Griff's going to take his time? That guy don't take his time. Griff? I mean, I, I well, I think you can't. So Griffin was the GM in, with the Cavs. And I think you, I don't think you can compare the situations because I mean he didn't take his time in Cleveland because it's like you have LeBron. Yeah, yeah, that's so a totally need, sort of a. Yeah. You need to make more win now moves with LeBron. And look, it paid off. You know, they won the title. So, but also if LeBron joins, right? Uh huh. He's gonna bully that that GM around. Yeah. There's there's no there's no like hey, like at least Calandra could say, look, I've been here. This is what we're doing. Yeah. The owner's got my back. We're doing this. The new GM's gonna be here for. Not even gonna have his new, his office ready, and then he's gonna try to sign LeBron. The, what's he gonna do? He can't stand firm. He's got to say yes, whatever you want. You want to you want to trade Sarge for Tristan Thompson? Let's do it. Well, I I think we all will welcome the GM prowess of LeBron James yes. Jr. LeBron James Jr. Yeah, Bronny, 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 Bronny Jr. They, they were, you know they were the rumors were they were looking for schools. Maybe they were just saying, they were, hey, they were looking. What better school than the school of hard knocks? Ooh, get a job. I like that. Get a job at the GM. Um, uh, is there anything else you want to shout out? And people, I kind of, I kind of want to shout out this like Lakers rumor thread I stumbled upon. upon on, uh, okay, shout it out. What is on, it? Uh, it's so there's some poster named CyberX who apparently has called a bunch of like Lakers moves like weeks before they happened. Okay, so you know everyone on Lakers tri- Reddit is like this guy's got in- inside info. So his inside info for the summer is kind of interesting. PG to Lakers is a lock. Which I think we all know. Uh, Capella is seemingly intrigued with the Lakers mm. as well, so I could see that. Demarcus Cousins is hell bent on going to the Lakers. Like, really, he really, really wants to go to, to L.A. Mm. But the Lakers are cold on him. They only want him if, if it's like a one or two year deal, which uh, reassured me. I, yes. I do not want Demarcus Cousins. Um, and he thinks uh, the Lakers are at the top of the list for LeBron. So well, Seraphin said it. Who's Seraphin? Bro, the psychic. Oh, that's right. Sorry, oh, I forgot God. her name. I forgot her name last pot or two oh podcasts ago. How much weed are you smoking? Damn, I, f- I forgot her name, man. Damn, that's true though. Damn, I hope he doesn't go there. Come on, just go to Philly. Go to Philly and freaking install Rich Paul as the GM or whoever you want. What's the other? What's the other person? Randy, Randy Mims. Oh, Randy. Saw the other, the other one of the four horsemen as the GM. Yeah, LeBron. Come on, Randy needs a job, right? Isn't he just doing security for them? I don't know. Randy, chill. You don't. Yeah, you don't, yeah. He, he, doesn't he doesn't want that. He doesn't want that. He doesn't need that. He doesn't need that. He doesn't need to. He's got a good to job. Get that, the, He's got a good job. The metaphorical uh, shackles of the high collar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Joe Prunty. The coach? Yeah, uh, because as... Uh, Albe- as Albino vampire? <laughs> as the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, he went uh, 21-16 and 16, uh-huh. and then uh, just accepted a job as the Suns assistant, the worst team in the league. So, good job. Good hey, job, Hey, come on, man. Pronty, good job, Pronty. You got to work. Good job, Pronty. You got you to gotta have a... You got to have, you know... Also, Phoenix. Come on. Phoenix is nice. Yeah, the probably, probably with Milwaukee, the team that you did a really good job with. Yeah, uh, pretty f- fairly decent job with it, and uh, probably probably stay with them. No, they, Coach Bud doesn't want him. Probably, yeah, I know that's what I Coach mean. Bud kicked that's him not, out. That's that's a shame. He had to go with Igor down in, down in the Valley I of the know. Sun. I know, poor Pronti. No, no one respects Pronti. Hey, man, I don't feel sorry for any of these guys. Sorry, they all they're all rich. They're all rich. They're all that's true. They're all rich. They're all got 
wonderful fake Twitter accounts. Yeah, they, they all they got can, insecurities. They all, yeah, yeah, they all. I don't even have a burner account. Let me tell you, if I had one of these jobs, anytime I got mad at something, I would like just check my bank account and be like, "Oh, that's right, I'm good." It's like, you know, not, you know, not to break, not to, not to, you know, not not to shout it out as more as many times to shout it out, but. I had the distinct pleasure of working on, on Game of Zones this season. I didn't watch. I know you. Did. I know you haven't seen any of them. <laughs> and, but it may shock you. It may shock you oh, that really? some people don't like them. Oh, some people will criticize them. Oh, and every time on the I, internet, on the internet, they will you know say something bad about it. And every time I see it, I'll get mad. But I'm like, wait a second. Come on, what are we doing here? I got paid to write cartoon jokes for NBA players. In a medieval setting. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing that the modern economy allows somebody to make money <laughs> that way. Right. And I, I, you know, I get over it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't know. I think if I got, if I was put in more power, I'd probably, I'd probably, I'd probably want to respond more. Because only because you're like. Well, you want to, the thing is you want to explain to people. Yeah, you want to be like, like articulate it. Like people in game, like with Game of Zones, people say like, "Oh, why didn't you do this?" And you want to sit them down and say, "Here's why we didn't do that." Yes. Okay. Here's why your idea would not work. Exactly. Or you want to go, "Here's why your idea is what we call hack." Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you want to explain to them, but you just can't. Yeah. All right. That's the problem. That's the hard part. Because if you're sitting there and you're like, "No, fucking Okafor sucks." You want to? I say- didn't draft him. We traded him, and his fat ass couldn't even pass a physical. Yeah. You want to say that? Right. I want to say that more, you know, knowing it than not knowing it or not or just being like, I don't care. The guy sucks. It's hard. It's probably hard. It's but probably you, hard. But that's you gotta, why you just got to log off. You got to. can't. That's why you just got to. Never log on. Yeah. That's why, you know, even, you know, with Game of Zones, like I will limit myself to basically 20 minutes of looking at the response. Ah. Anything more than that, for me, I just think it's unhealthy. So I'll like. That's very fair. I'll, I'll block out like 20 minutes after it gets released to just sort of enjoy mostly the good comments. And then say, I'm never going to think about it again. Just yeah. Move on. I, do you know how many times I'll write a response to someone just and just stare at yeah, it? And it was like, should it. I fire it? Should I fire it? When in doubt, don't do it. I just never do. When in doubt, don't go after Bomani Jones. I know. Okay. It wasn't even going at him. That was the thing. I know. You're just trying to explain. You were just trying, just to, trying explain. to explain. That was your mistake. And it sucks because we've, we've talked before. It's nice. Twitter. Look, Twitter is really only good for making jokes. Yes. Or adding value in some way. Yes. Or like, sliding into DMs or, if you're a look, younger gentleman. If you're a younger, I've never done it. If you're younger and single, you're, this, these young people, Ugh. how easy they have it. He, Is this a segment of Grind My Gears? Look, <laughs> we, can you imagine being young these days, how Ugh. wonderful your life would be? Oh, You just imagine God. how wonderful you First of all, you can go onto these dating apps. You don't have to talk. You don't have to, don't have to go to a bar and talk to anybody. No. You could just do everything with your thumb, all right? Oh. That's wonderful. Second, just can you imagine being in school, how easy it would be? Oh, let me just go on this Wikipedia, this internet, tell me everything. Let me go, go watch a YouTube tutorial on however, they'll tell me exactly what I need to do for this homework assignment. So oh. they got these little scooters now, these uh, these birds where you just ride around town. You could go drink. You don't have to worry about who's driving. You just ride a little scooter. Oh. It's, just, it's just incredible. It's, it's, it's amazing. Also, when I was growing up, we did not know... That carbs made you fat. No. If I knew carbs made me fat, do you know how freaking much better in shape I would have been in college? Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Can you, I can't even. I honestly, I wonder if, like, I, just, I probably just would have squandered it all and, like, played video games in my room because the yeah, video probably. games are, like, yeah. 
just their video games were better than real life. Yeah. And I probably would just would have played them and not done anything. Yeah. But or just unlimited porn. <laughs> dude, that that dude that as that, opposed to what we almost, used to have to do and go to the fucking pawn shop and buy a VHS all no, scared. I remember being in Sacramento. I remember being in Sacramento when I was eighteen and we started. We were on like a school trip, right? Yeah. We're eighteen. We're in high school. We're on there for some competition. We started wrestling, right? Wrestling in the hotel room. The mattress comes off the bed. Okay, this is before, way before the internet was the internet. Mattress comes off the bed. There is a porno stash under this hotel's mattress, and it was like, <laughs> it was like. Let me just tell you, we did not win that competition, okay? <laughs> this little <laughs> this little group of guys, we were not What was the competition? It was a it was a we the It wasn't arm wrestling, was it? it and you guys used all your muscles the <laughs> night before. It was, <laughs> it was like a school it was like a we the people constitutional uh, competition where you it's like each each school sent a delegation. Like an academic academic okay, thing. Okay. But we it was like we saw that and our eyes lit up and it uh. was like actually cuz we were like all 17, so we couldn't like buy anything. So it was like Yeah. That was yeah. Kids today, they they got too much power. Too much power. Yeah. Oh my god. Could you imagine what Tinder's like? I can't even you know, imagine. Oh, I can't even imagine what as Tinder's a, like. As a guy, as a guy who loves suits yeah. and has multiple photographer friends, right. always taking great photos. I've got great photos of me. Right. What can I, I do with them? I can't do with anything no, with them. But that, that's that's. I can't why show them to my wife and be like, "Hey, this is the version you never get to see," right. Because now I'm old and washed. Yeah. That doesn't help. Yeah. She just goes, why don't you keep looking like that? And I go, because I love carbs. Yeah, exactly. Because you love carbs. You know, it's you. Yeah. I, yeah, I just... <laughs> no, that's why... Well, you know, the more I think about it, like, it actually would be terrible to be young now because, like, I, I've, I've seen... I've seen Tinder take over people a lot, people's lives. Yes, that's like, fair, too. When I was when I was writing on a show, there was a writer. He would just be there all day in the writer's room when he's supposed to be working just on Tinder. The entire day, just on Tinder. Like coworkers. Is, I have coworkers who do that. They're just on just, Bumble all day. They're just on the on the dating app all day. And it's like, yo, just, you know, come on, man. Like, do something else. All right? Yeah. But I understand the power. Oh, I understand gosh. the power. Man. Oof. Oh. On that how about, note. How about just having a video camera as a kid? Mm. Mm. We had one video camera in the whole neighborhood. Yeah. It was Carrie's mom had it. And if, we ever, if there was a life, a once-in-a-lifetime event, we'd have to ask my brother... If he would ask Harry to ask his mom if we could borrow the video camera. Right. Now, everyone's got HD in their phones. Too much power. Do we just spend the last minute, 20, for, for new listeners who came for the Brian, <laughs> Brian right. Jacobs interview. Well, they haven't lasted this long. No, they probably they haven't. They haven't. They yeah. Haven't. But maybe, maybe, I bet a lot of them will wash like us. Well, they're washed or they're young and they don't, they don't realize how good they have it or how, I don't know, whatever. Who cares? What percentage of our fans do you think are... Are young versus old? I think it's all. I think it's a whole range. Probably about fifty-fifty. I, think it's, I see I think like it's a lot a, of them are young. I but see. I of, see. You know, shout out to Daniel Rowley. I think he's like eighteen. Yeah. So I think there's the young people who don't know better, right? And then the old guys who like they actually do know better, and they know that their lives are probably as sad as ours, <laughs> and that's why they cling on because they're like, you yeah. know what? Yeah. Like, yeah, my life kind of sucks. At least I didn't get caught jerking off on a baby monitor. Yeah, <laughs> maybe keep listening to this pod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. listening to this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe that's it. All uh, right. uh, my life kind of sucks, but uh, at least I didn't uh, spend uh, the last two years uh, sucking on Br- <laughs> Brian Calandolo's tits. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, at least there aren't like multiple, uh, you know, multi- multi- not multiple, but multiple trips to the island. Thousands, 
thousands upon thousands of pro Colangelo tweets in my history. Wait, wait that until I now have to go scrub from the internet. Wait until I get super, super successful and right. someone finds You're... the problematic, semi-racist <laughs> Islander voice I did for Brian fucking Colangelo. For Colangelo Island. That. Yeah, How about yeah. that? That's yeah. what this is. John invented Colangelo Island. His one resident. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and had a very problematic of a voice. A very problematic attached. voice. How, how fitting would that be? Like you, you rise to some executive just, level. Oh, yeah. And then just like Colangelo, you get taken down by your Twitter history of pro Colangelo stuff. They're like, and to be fair, they would be right in firing you. I could, I, oh, yeah. you can't, you cannot trust this man's judgment. All right. No. You cannot trust this person who loved Colangelo for two years just because he met him at an all star party and he was nice to him. That, that, that is not a, to future employers, that is not a man you want as your CEO. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Well, well. Well, I wish you well, can get this at out least, of <laughs> John, at least you've showered today. So you have that on me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, uh, uh, until next week, keep moving. Keep moving. moving. Need to go look somewhere else. Super hoopers. Nah, what crap is that? Yep, dude. It's another NBA podcast. B-ball talk now. An hour of wisecracks. Aw, oh, fuck y'all. Give me that hour of my life back. Super hoopers. Ah, what crap is that? Yep, dude. It's another NBA podcast, B-Ball Talk now. An hour of wisecracks. Ah, fuck, y'all give me that hour of my life back. I wow. So you call yourself Super Hoopers. Knock this shit off right now. Y'all biting Super Troopers. Put this on, I'm going like LeBron. True maneuvers. Come on, John. You spawn nothing but stupid bloopers. A boring part of shooting hoops and shooting shit. Well, Matt and John think they producing these hits. They making me yawn and I'm losing my shit. They always wrong about who to pick. So I ask they two chicks if they do assist but when they use they dicks all they do is swish stupid like the knicks and horror singers always tired as shit and can't bring it just like the sixers uh, living in the past couldn't win a championship to save they ass facts john it's like a cantaloupe right it's okay to like them just don't have brian colangelo's child on an island super hoopers ah what crap is that young dude it's another NBA podcast, people talk now. An hour of wisecracks. Ah, fuck y'all. Give me that hour of my life back, super hoopers. What crap is that?